Welcome. This is episode three of That's Right, The Cellar Rats. The rats down in the cellar looking for the best bottle of vino we can enjoy for the mood we are in, in the time of the season, time of the day, and the people we're with. Thanks for joining us. I am Mark Pearson. Um, I'm probably what you would call the junior rat in the group because I have three other rats who are much uh, more ratty than me. How'd you like that, guys? That was a good good interest until, <laughs> until, you, yeah. until you threw us under the bus. Uh, it's right. okay. Well, you're going to get used we to gotta, it. We got to tell the listeners, though, we are we are short one rat tonight. We have a of, rat that's on the back right now. Right, right. Yeah. I think he, did he get caught in a trap? I mean, caught in a rat he got, trap? He didn't, let's not joke around about that. He can't oh. get caught in a rat trap. Right. Uh, he he probably got caught. I think what actually happened to him today is he got to be blunt. He got caught in the rat race. Right on. Uh, and uh, he actually, unfortunately, is working on some other things. And uh, Log can't be with us today. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we'll miss him. Well, I mean, there's more vino for us if we don't split it between four of us. It's a good point. You know, so yeah, good point. Ken, maybe you should start missing some episodes. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, you know that that day may come. You never know. Well, you, I'm a busy individual. You, you, you have a very important job, don't you? Right on. Yeah, had a boy. Uh, so glad to have everybody tuning in. This is, of course, is episode three of the Cellar Rats. I am again Mark Pearson. Uh, we have Harpoony, otherwise referred to as Ken, and we also have Maddie P the third rat in the group. And again, shout out to our friend Logs for not being with us today. We will uh, raise a glass and give him some cheers uh, while he's not here today. We hope that this won't happen again, but we figured since we were a little bit behind the curve on getting our next podcast out, uh, despite the fact that he couldn't be here, uh, we thought we needed to do it. And to be quite frank, we're going to have a great great podcast we actually have uh in my opinion probably very truthfully the best wine for the money uh that i've drank in in my life uh, <clears throat> you know there's different price points for wine you know you're five to 20 20 to 50 50 to 100 um and that's probably even too broad I'd say probably 50 to 75 I think then 75 to 100, um, and then and so on. And uh, today, fellas, we are drinking the 2015. Now, some of you tuning in may be going, whoa, 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 2015? That's pretty young. Yes, it is. But I'm going to tell you how you can drink a 2015 and think that it may be the best wine you've ever had for the money. But we'll get to that in a little bit. The, uh, we are drinking the Chapelet Signature Cab. Uh, Chapelet is spelled, for those of you who don't know, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-E-T. C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-E-T. Uh, Chapelet, and we'll get into regions of Napa here in a few minutes, but the Chapelet... Uh, vineyard is part of what's called the Oakville District. My personal favorite. 
And within the Oakville district is what's called Pritchard Hill. Now, why do you want to know Pritchard Hill? Why do you want to remember Pritchard Hill? As of right now, Pritchard Hill is probably by far the most expensive area of Napa to purchase land. Pritchard Hill and Bextoffer to Callum would be two of the biggest. Pritchard Hill is considered probably the top, and it has some of the most amazing wines, which uh, we will feature many Pritchard Hill wines in our podcast. So before we go into the, as we like to say, before we get into the cellar and talk more about Chapelet, you fellows have anything you want to add? Well, I was just, uh, you mentioned, uh, this is episode three. We did take off last week because of Thanksgiving. Mm, and mm, we can't mm, forget mm-hmm, that we can't forget mm. about Thanksgiving. Oh, sorry. I'm drinking my Chapelet. So yeah. So last, last, the holiday weekend, of course we took off. So we didn't consume any vino. Uh, what? Am I wrong on that? We? Oh, we oh, we yeah. actually enjoyed we you, actually you, we enjoyed one of the bottles you, of the you uh, must have a rat in, you must have you must not have a rat in your pocket but you have a mouse in your pocket because <laughs> uh, contraire at, at the triple P uh, I there saw was the plenty of you, vino. you I may saw have had, you may have had too much vino you just forgot about your weekend well that might be true after after the two big losses that were encountered yeah but we don't oh, talk this yeah, is not this yeah. this is this is a little more highbrow than. Going down into that muddy discussion Green of, Bay Packers. of football. Minnesota mm-hmm. brought the axe back. The axe back from Go Gulfs. RTB, folks, row to the boat. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we had great vino on Thanksgiving. Harpuni, of course, was joking. He had some vino also. Yes. We did We did if, post a picture yeah, I was just gonna of say, our yeah, lineup that we had on Thanksgiving um, on our social media um, go ahead, follow us on Facebook. It's the Cellar Rats, and then on Instagram, Cellar Rats Podcast. Um, feel free to check out the lineup that we had. Stay in touch with us. Um, we're constantly posting new things about wine um, and vinos. We're drinking. Vinos we're drinking. Foods we're pairing with. And yep. if you have recommendations, reach out to us. Let us know what they are, um, and definitely want to feature those on upcoming podcasts. Yeah, great point. Matty P uh, dialed it in on Instagram. It's great. Check out the vino. We had great wine on uh, Thanksgiving. And in case uh, Mark Carter from Carter Vineyard uh, listens to our show, shout out to him because he thanked us because we had the Carter 2013 Bextoffer to Callen uh, Three Kings vino on Thanksgiving amongst others. And Harpoonie, we're sorry you weren't there to enjoy the vino with us. But uh, right. Maddie P. and I travel a lot, Harpoonie uh, as well. And we very often will open different bottles of wine. Uh, we are obviously very heavy Napa. We may get off the beaten path every once in a while. But we are big Napa lovers, big, bold, and beautiful cabs out of Napa. All right, Harpoonie, what do you think? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, the vino that we're talking about right now, I mean, my first impression of it was, you know, the uh, the palate enjoyed it. It was deep. Uh, you know, for... You're like a sommelier. Uh, well, you know, I don't know, what, I don't know about that, but... 
but no, I mean, just from a, you know, I'm probably the least uh, experienced wine drinker of the bunch, which, you know, that's, that's saying something. I mean, I'd probably be the most experienced wine drinker of a lot of the people I hang out with. So that's the company we keep here. So anyway, no, it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's really uh, flavorful, tasty. Um, and you know, it's always whenever I get that first, uh, that first sip and that first, yeah, explain you know, to people what it's what it tastes like your first sip when you had it. Well, you know, for me it just kind of, you know, just kind of jumped out a little bit that you know, you could definitely t- taste the you know, some of the the fruits and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know, I just I just really enjoyed it. I don't can I I can't. I am horrible at giving descriptions right. of, of what I things just liked it. I know I know what I like. Isn't, isn't it enough? I will say people just, understand you two are the rookies hold in this on, one. Hold isn't on, it, hold on. Isn't it enough on. to say I liked it? Hold on. Why, you why tell are you pressuring me, me. You tell me. Let me I'll I'll give you a description of this wine. You tell me if, yeah, if go you ahead, think read it's it right a, off that computer. I, as it sits in the glass as dark as a moonless night sky, you have the feeling that it's going to be unique wine and indeed it is. With an array of concentrated and complex black and red fruit flavors boosted by notes of herbs and spice, plus a cushioning of glossy tannins, this Cabernet manages to be big and full without overwhelming the palate. Very, I, that's I, actually a great I description. I do have to give credit. Um, Marguerite yeah, Wright Thomas. This was actually, Marguerite? Yes, Marguerite, Marguerite. Thomas. Yep. This was on uh, Chapelet's website. On, under some of their press releases. So, no, yeah. that was a phenomenal description of the wine. Yeah. So, for those of you who are connoisseurs of Cab, Big Bold, Dry Wines out of Napa, uh, Signature uh, Pritchard Hill kind of wines, big, big, bold, big, dark, inky wines, uh, big, huge blackberries, um, Probably more black as opposed to red, but you get red in there as well. Um, and I would encourage you to check out Chapelet's website. I, I love when you go to Chapelet again, C H A P P E L L E T, Chapelet's website, they've got a quote on there that says, uh, It is their romance with the land that makes. The Chapelet story so appealing. Robin Bullard of Wine Spectator is the quote. Uh, if you've never been to Napa, uh, y- you must go. It is, first of all, it's just beautiful. I, I was going to touch on that on their website. Oh, go ahead. On their website and those pictures, and obviously, I'm I'm one of the souls that have not been there. But I mean, the pictures that they have on their website of Napa are just gorgeous absolutely yeah stunning. they really it, it napa is just beautiful um and pritchard hill will feature other pritchard hill wines uh in the future i've had the privilege of meeting several vintners out in pritchard hill myself and uh gr- just beautiful people beautiful passion one of the things about wine is uh, uh and and whether you drink Italian, Spanish, um, Australian, South African, or um, um, American winemakers are artists. They are passionate about wine. They are passionate about the art. They are passionate about the story. And again, uh, 
<clears throat> what we're drinking today, the Chapelet Signature Cab 2015. I'm going to give you folks a little bit of a seek, a little bit of a, a heads up secret uh, value opportunity. So here's the deal, guys. Um, I bought a case of the Chapelet 15. I've drank Chapelet for years, going back into the early mid 2000s. What's interesting, even though we're in 2018, uh, 15 is obviously considered a very young wine. And if you know Napa, uh, certainly Napa has had a very, very good run of really good wines going back into the uh, early mid 2000s, but really peaking in the 2013, 14, 15. And according to some of my sources, 16 is maybe the best yet. So we're anxious to do that. Try those. But I will tell you, don't be afraid of what I'm about to tell you. If I, if I may interrupt you, because I, oh, I, I think I know where you're going with this. Wait on me. Well, I was over Sunday night for the Vikings-Packers game. Vikings won that game, by the way. And, and you were... <clears throat> we, we were we were around the bar and if i'm going the right direction you you let or if i'm not you let me know but you you open this bottle of wine on sunday night that is correct you are you uh, as we like to say back home you put that baby right on the tea and tea and i up. and i looked at you and i i i think i was like uh well we already had wine out so i was like i mean it's sunday night i gotta drive back to my place like I don't know how much wine you're you're planning on having tonight. And he looks at me and he goes, "No, this is this is for the podcast on Tuesday." That's right. And I said, it's "Very wow. well said. Very well said." Yes. So a little pre-planning is what you're saying. Isn't that we don't just throw well, let this me tell show you, together, Ken? No, no, I'm yeah. talking about the no, the, the let, wine. Let me tell let me tell everybody truthfully. This is a, <laughs> well, that's actually, not true. Okay. <laughs> no, no, what? Huh? About throwing the show together. He's bitter that the Packers and the Badgers lost this weekend. Roll the boat over it. (laughs) So here's what happened. Uh, As we alluded to earlier, by the way, Logs is going to be bummed that he missed this podcast of Cellar Rats because he, uh, this this is actually going to be a really good one if it's not already, right, Harpoonie? Well, yeah, I mean, we're doing pretty darn good. So here's what happened. I had opened because on uh, most holidays, one of my favorite things to do is share and host at my home, bringing friends and family in and enjoying great wine or craft cocktails or uh, great bourbons, depending on the night and uh, what we want to do, including great stogies. Right, Harpoonie? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I had opened uh, multiple bottles of wine, four bottles to be exact. And I don't remember them off the top of my head. Signorello Padron, which is a, uh, a, a Meritage Carter's 2013, Beckstoffer to Callan, uh, We Three Kings. We had um, the 15 Chapelet. That was the, the one 14 was yeah. uh, Cayman Cashmere. Oh, Cayman. Yeah, my favorite Sonoma wine, uh, Cayman Cashmere, and then the uh, Chapelet. And my theory was that we would start with the Chapelet 
um, and then move our way up. Not that Chapelet is bad, but it, in the price point category, some people say, well, don't you start with the expensive wine up front and then go to the cheap wine last? And my response to that is absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because uh, at the end of the day, we don't serve cheap wine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling that was coming. True that. That's right. True that. Uh, and Chapelet at the price point of sixty bucks, give or take. Uh, and by the way, I, I'm just going to give a shout out. Uh, we don't have any uh, advertisements. We don't have any sponsors on our program yet. Yet. Well, yeah. So if you're hearing this, and you want to sponsor? Let us know. Um, Wine Searcher, wine-searcher.com, I think is one of the greatest tools for shopping for wine. And uh, I will tell you that the Chapelet Signature Cab is their flagship wine. It, it They make a ton of cases. I don't know how many cases they had in 15, but it'll eventually run out. They just have phenomenal wine. And... When you decant it for two days, I decanted it for two days because we never got to that bottle on Thanksgiving. We drank all the other stuff. And so I so uh, Thanksgiving being on Thursday, uh, I had opened it Wednesday night to drink on Thursday because on these younger ones, a lot of them, if they're good quality wines, you can decant them for 24 hours. Not all of them. So don't take my statement as, you know, uh, gospel, gospel, right? But I let sit out, and uh, Friday comes along, Friday morning, and I'm thinking, I wonder if the wine's still good. So I took a sip, and I thought, man, that's that's pretty good. So I got sidetracked. It's Friday night, right? And um, we had some friends over for dinner, and I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a shot and just try it, because I'll be blunt, I've never decanted a cab for 48 hours before we started drinking it. I never have. And I will tell you, it got better. 48 hours. I'm telling you right now, for 55 to $60 a bottle, the Chapelet Signature Cab, 48-hour decant is by far... I mean, it's a $55, 60 bottle of wine that tastes like it's 100 to 150 It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I was Oh, yeah. This is definitely a bottle of away. And this, we, yeah. Now, we're just under 48 hours right now. Uh, and I would say that's probably peak. I would probably say 18 to 20 hours is probably peak on the 15. Now, bear in mind, this changes a year from now, right? So one of the things I love to do is I will, this sounds really bad, but I'll open a bottle of wine. Uh, first bottle I'll buy, I'll buy three bottles to start. First bottle, I open in the morning. I take a couple sips, see what it's like. I drink it at night. The second bottle, I open for a day and a half. These are Napa cabs I do this with. And I sample along the way to see, make sure it doesn't go bad. And by the way, Pritchard Hill, I'm not worried about. There are other areas of Napa you have to be careful doing this, and Vintners. Quality of wine makes a difference. 
That's why I always start at a half a day because you can gauge, you can get a, you can get a gauge of how the wine is opening. Half a day, a day, a day and a half, two days. And there are some wines, by the way, we drink two, two days later that we'll feature on the podcast that are unbelievable when they're decanted. So um, don't be afraid to do that, but test it along the way. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, Harpoon? Mm-hmm. It's a good strategy. Harpoon, how you feeling? Good. I mean, we've been beating you up about football. Right on. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm over it. Um, we're on to hockey season now. So being up here in Minnesota, have the boys started yet? When's the when's the, when's the first game? The boys, the, the boys started. The, high, the, high, the local high school squad that my son plays on uh, kicks off the season Thursday. Nice. Who we got? Who? Murray. Do we have the over under? We don't. It's a it's a big question mark. Yeah, you, know, you never know. At that, that's a private school, and yeah. so you never know what they've got. So, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really haven't, you know, it's the last year for my son, and I've just kind of let it be his seasons. I don't really talk a ton to him about it, you know. It's, um, I'm just going to let him have fun with it. I'll tell you what, we can sidetrack, we'll rabbit hole here down for a little bit. How about Buffalo? Yeah, really. First place. Yeah, that's that's an impressive are they, story. What are they there. at now, nine? Well, at the time we're recording this podcast, nine. I think they're going for their tenth. Is San Jose tonight? San Jose is tonight, I believe. Yeah. That'll be a yes. tough competition because San Jose just yeah. got throttled. Yeah, they'll be they'll be a little angry. Yeah. But that'd so, be something good for Buffalo. Good for Buffalo. Sticking to the process oh, yeah. with their uh, younger guys. Yep. They've Not struggled for many on. years. All right. Enough hockey talk. Yeah. And I'm a big hockey guy, but let's get back to Vino. Um, if you <laughs> uh if you go to Chapelet.com, Chapelet again, C H A P P E L L E T dot com. I learned something pretty interesting today. So you may get confused, and this is actually pretty important because um, I, 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 it's, I just have never really taken the time to look at it, but I've noticed that with some wines I've bought from Chapelet, it will say signature Cabernet Sauvignon on it, and some bottles won't. And I'm just too anxious to get the bottle open and start slurping the juice. And so I've never really paid attention. So I literally called Chapelet and uh, because, you know, I've got a job to do I, for my regular job. I know you guys don't oh. realize that. Yeah, I actually have a real job oh. outside of this. Um, Me too. And, I, and I'm like, what is the difference? No lie. A customer service person in Chapelet says, well, is it from Pritchard Hill? I said, yeah. And she says, well, read what it says. Does it say this on there? I said, no. And she says, you're asking a really good question. Let me go check. So the customer service rep didn't even know this. And apparently it's subtle enough that people don't realize it. So when you go to get the Chapelet signature cab their signature cab you will find that there's a couple different price points and you will find that there are some bottles that say signature on them and some that don't but they have the signature of big daddy chapelet on their don chapelet uh on there and so um, 
that's the difference. Some actually have the signature and some actually just say signature. What do you think, Biggie? That, that, that's impressive. I thought what you're going to say is the lady, the customer service lady held her hand over the receiver and at, you know, told everybody what you were asking about, and they were roaring, laughing at you. They go, I mean, look at this guy. He doesn't know look, anything. Yeah, this guy doesn't know the difference between a regular bottle and a signature bottle. But, you you know, you proved him wrong. You know, actually, so when I was, so I want to, one of the earlier things that we touched on was we we're going to discuss the areas and the kind of the regions of Napa. And just an interesting side point, when I was Wikipedia, credible mm-hmm. source now, I believe, but when I was looking up Napa Valley on Wikipedia and, and learning more and reading about it, actually a bottle of Chapelet was pictured on there. And it said, you know, this is a bottle from the Napa Valley region. And it was the bottle that we're drinking there there with the white label on it. So that was something um, that was very funny. I don't know if it's one of those internet things where it's like it saw that I was clicking a lot on Chapelet and like <laughs> right. Amazon, you know, it kind of just shows you, brings it up, right. a little marketing there. But crazy. So, Biggie, have you been to Chapelet? I have not. Okay. Uh, I'd love to. I've been to Pritchard Hill. Yep. Uh, I'd like to go check out uh, Chapelet. Chapelet um, uh, Vineyard, uh, I think, would be really, really good to go to. I love Pritchard Hill. Uh, of course, again, this is in the Oakville district of Napa. And... Um, I, I, Pritchard Hill in general is beautiful. I, Napa in general is beautiful. Yeah. And we'll feature other regions like St. Helena, Calistoga. It's interesting. You look at a map of Napa, me personally, my favorite wines, there's like this midsection, Oak Knoll, Yountville, Oakville, Rutherford, St. Helena, and Calistoga. I mean, there are some wines in Calistoga, St. Helena, Rutherford, Oakville. I mean, to me, that's the money tree in Napa for great wines. And of course, again, uh, Pritchard Hill, and we'll also feature some other wines uh, out of Beckstoffer to Callan, uh, and that's K-A-L-O-N. These are in the Oakville district. They are the primo of uh, of vino grapes. I, I mean, I just, but again, for our podcast purposes, for discussing a wine, um, let me give you the uh, Chapelet um, description of the wine. It's uh, the winemaker is Philip Corallo Titus. And uh, the 2015 it says the signature Cabernet Sauvignon has been our flagship wine for more than three decades. It is a benchmark for the long lived hillside wines of the Napa. Uh, varietal, I'm sorry, of the Napa Valley, full of structure and aging potential. That's the one thing about these wines. When you can decant it for two days, that should tell you you've got a great period for aging. Um, It says, full of structure and aging potential, yet seductively forward in its varietal character. The dry, rocky soils of Pritchard Hill produce small, intensely flavor grapes. Crop thinning allows for full, even ripening and further elevates flavor complexity. And that's the thing I should say. I always, if you're a novice wine drinker, fellas, I would say 
I, I, the nose as it approaches the glass, the glass approaches to you. And of course, we use the big jumbo Riedel uh, cab glasses. And if anyone ever says to you folks, that the wine glass doesn't matter, they're not wine drinkers. I will tell you, the big jumbo cab Riedel glasses with wine, the experience is tenfold. It, it makes a major difference. So they go on to talk about the growing season and harvest for 2015, but let's get to the tasting notes. Deep, rich, and beautifully structured. This is a classic expression of Hillside Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon, offering alluring aromas of blackberry, cassis, and chocolate. There's your big, dark, dark blue or dark uh, fruit. And if it sounds flavor. familiar, it sounds. I think that's kind of how I describe it when I first. You think so? Yeah. When you when well, harpooning. When you put me on, in. when you put me on the spot. Now it does have hints of espresso, anise, and fragrant herbs. Herbs, I should say, herbs. Bored. <laughs> Obviously, been dipping into the Chapelet. On the palate, creamy oak and concentrated berry and black cherry flavors are underscored by velvety tannins and subtle nuts of cola, clove, and black licorice. Um, you should know that it is a blend, technically. Um, it is considered a cab. Uh, anything over 75%, I believe, constitutes a cab. If the, if the bottle has 75% of cab or more, this is 79% cab for 15, 14% uh, petite verdot, 4% merlot, and 3% Malbec. So because it's over 75% in cab, it's technically considered a cab. Um, if it was obviously lower than that, you could argue it was a meritage. But this is the, the blend for 2015. Again, let me tell you, I think for the money, uh, one of the greatest, uh, I, I think one of the greatest uh, cabs that is out there. Um, it's, uh, it's tasty. Agree. I would also agree. I have a question. Yes. Speaking of like areas of Napa, um, and with you know some of the devastating wildfires that we've had in California this year recently, um, I know we had some last year as well that affected Napa. What can you touch on? What parts of for me because I don't know what parts of Napa were affected, and were any of your favorite wines, um, the wineries affected by the fires? Great question. Great question. Yeah, obviously California has been experiencing some amazing fires uh, and damage. Um, probably uh, you'll find if you follow us on Cellar Rats and Instagram, one of the wines that we opened on Thanksgiving was the Signorello, and we'll probably cover that wine in a different uh, a different podcast, the Signorello Padron, which is more of a a, um, a meritage. Uh, their structure got burned in the ground, but their most importantly, their vines uh, did not. So obviously what you want to make sure you protect are your vines, right? Because the vines have the age, like a great wine you put in your cellar for many years and let it age. So are, so is the importance of vines and their vines were okay. Uh, Stag's Leap District, if I remember correctly, and this has been about a year but I think Stag's Leap District was the one that was hit the most. But none of the wines that we really follow um, were really affected by that uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, so 
uh, you know, they were fortunate, but there were a lot of people that were not. And um, obviously, anytime you see these kind of things happen, it tells you how precious and how fortunate we are to be able to enjoy the hard work and labor of vintners and, and wineries and their passion. Go to Napa sometime, folks, and just experience the passion. A lot of them are just farmers, but they're, I, I don't, I don't mean to say just farmers, but they're not like, it's not like they're like business people or super formal. They're farms, but they have extreme passion for producing experience. And that's what we love about wine is the experience. So there you have awesome. it. I'm going to pour another glass. Well, we got plenty left over. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, we, Harpoonie, yeah, I'm just telling you, the nose on this is outstanding. Well, you got to try it with um, this Asiago cheese. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, the cheese that Matty P is talking about is uh, from Sartori, S-A-R-T-O-R-I. Asiago, rosemary, and olive oil cheese. Of course... Having a little uh, bruschetta with a little garlic and parsley and some outstanding salami uh, does not hurt our vino experience. And so uh, if you're going to enjoy a great bottle of wine, um, it's okay to enjoy it with friends. Uh, bring out the cheap stuff for them and enjoy the good stuff on your own. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's that's not that's Biggie, not you're your pretty, you're that's pretty not your you're gracious up, Rende. You, you're Thank gracious. You. I'm gracious. No, we, I, we appreciate I, you bringing out the vino. That's because I can't drink the cheap stuff the at show. all. <laughs> and uh, thanks to the listeners for tuning in to episode three of the Cellar Rats. Again, I just want to encourage you to reach out to us on social media. Um, Instagram is Cellar Rats Podcast, and also on Facebook, the Cellar Rats. If you guys have any recommendations, food, drinks, you know, anything, we uh, we are open to them. We love to try new things, love to have great experiences. Um, Log, we missed you today. Gentlemen here, any closing thoughts before we wrap up the episode? I only have one word to say. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.